0: What's up, everybody? This is your girl, Faith, from Young Survivor, Young Thriver. Thank you so much for joining me for episode six. (laughs) I'm super excited about it. So today, I want to talk to you about chemo and what the journey for me um, through chemo was like. So um, at this point, I've met with the surgical oncologist. I've received the diagnosis. They've placed the port. Um, That's the thing right here that they actually use to... um, inject the, the chemo and the, the medi- medications into, and I've recovered from that. I've had an amazing weekend um, before starting treatment that just kind of helped us set the tone. So we're here. We're ready to go. Um, throughout this time, again, I really hadn't changed my position. My faith is still standing strong. I'm still trusting God. I'm still believing God. Um, because I know that I'm going to be okay. I'm already okay. Um, I had a couple things that I would take with me to chemo. Um, one of them is my Bible. Um, it's someone in the room, but, <laughs> but I had a Bible that I've had with me since I was a little girl and, um, I would always take my Bible and I would open it to Psalm 91 while I was going through my treatments because it was my way of keeping God's word, um, in front of me and before me, because, I knew that that was the only way for me personally that I could have made it through. I just couldn't go through this by myself. And so, yeah, that's one of the things that I would definitely keep with me. So another thing that I would always have, um, Now I'm not going to lie, my first day of chemo, y'all, I had everything with me. (laughs) I had so much stuff with me when I was going through chemo. Um, So I did this thing called cold cap therapy which um the premise behind it is that um the you put these like really 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 cold um packs on your head and so it would constrict the blood vessels um in your head to not let as much of the chemo drug flow through um to the brain and and, you know, scalp area rather, and then um not the brain, the scalp area, and then from there um, it would decrease the amount of hair loss that you had. And so the cold cap therapy worked a good bit for me. Um, and then it got to a point where it just became too much and I I stopped using it. So I'll talk about that at another time about the hair loss part of it. But um, I took that. Um, they normally will have snacks, but I know my palate is a little bit different. And I was eating really, really clean around that time. I need to get back to it. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I would take, I took like fruit. Um, I took water i had a thermal um a thermos whatever with me um that i had some warm tea in um i took i think pretzels and something like that i had a blanket they have the um i actually had a heated blanket one that you plug in and i will recommend take a heated blanket with you because it gets so 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 cold um yes i had a heated blanket with me and then of course with these cold packs you can't carry them because they're um they sit on dry ice so i literally had to like drag a cooler with me for every every chemo treatment and so um i'm walking in with all these things and i'm like okay let's go sorry about that So, yeah, so when you're getting ready for a chemo, um, you're going to go in, you, um, they access the port and I'll show you what that looks like on video. They'll access the port and then, um, they don't, they're not going to shoot, um, put the chemo, um, medications into your veins because it's just too strong for that. So you'll get, um, they'll access it through a port and kind of have a, a needle that goes into it. And then, um a tube, some tubing, and then the chemo just goes into there. So I went to the back, they accessed the port, um, and then I went back out to the front to wait to go, um, to see my doctor. So once I get in, um, they give me my schedule and they'll be printed out different ways. I got different schedules at different times. So, um, I'm showing on my IG page, so you'll have to go there to see the actual footage of it. But so here is like a calendar that they use and they outlined the days and times that i would have treatment and then another way that they would do it is print it off on a schedule like this so it just depends but you'll get something similar to one of these um you know when you're when you're going through your treatments, and so um, they gave me that, and then I talked with the doctor. We just had a conversation about expectations. Um, it gave me the quick rundown, and I'm just like, okay, hey, let's get this started because the quicker we start, the quicker we will be finished. Because I was ready to be done. <laughs> of course, who wants to go through this, right? So went through all that. Went to the back, um, sat in a chair. The first chemo session was really, 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 really long. And when I say really long, I mean like I was there for maybe four hours um five even um because when they start off they give you a lot of education they'll give you a lot of different pamphlets and booklets and stuff like that and then um they go and when you start your infusion they start it really really slow because they're checking for reactions they want to make sure that Um, whatever you are um, that whatever they're giving you and the rate that they're giving it at that you can tolerate it because sometimes if they push it too fast then it can you know make you sick and you already have another a lot of stuff to deal with so they just want to make sure again they're not they're they're gonna run it really slow and so um, you sit there and then you're hooked to this like IV pole and so um, you're Kind of stationary. But if you do need to go to the restroom, you can unplug the pole. Don't freak out if they unplug it, if they have to unplug it, because it's battery powered. So there's plenty of time for you to get up, go to the restroom, and come back in the um the machine is not gonna die. You know, you don't have to worry about the the infusion stopping or anything like that. Another thing, um, and again, I work in healthcare, so I'm used to it, but for those who don't have a healthcare background, Um, You want to, I just want to put this out there. Don't be alarmed. Those machines beep sometimes, not going nothing. It does not mean that anything is wrong. It doesn't mean that you did anything wrong. You haven't broken anything. Just sometimes maybe um, there's an air bubble in the line. And so you do not want air bubbles in your blood vessels. So the machine will beep and they'll have to come in um, and it'll stop, and they have to come and reset it. Um, and there are things that they do, you know, to get their air bubble out. And then um, it'll start back. Or sometimes if you move a certain way and you kink the tube, the machine will beep. It'll beep when it's, you know, the um, they have different timers. Maybe if it's a few minutes left or once the infusion is done, it'll beep then. So it can be a little alarming. Um, but don't, you know, freak out and say, oh, my gosh, what happened? Did something? No, more, more than likely it's just um, some, one of those things have happened. So, um, you'll do that. And then I recommend taking, you know, a book to read a puzzle. Um, I normally had headphones and earphones in, um, because sometimes you can hear the conversations that they may be having with other people. And, um, it can be a lot to take in. I mean, you're kind of dealing with it yourself. And so I normally had like my AirPods or I had some headphones and I would play some music where there was just like, and it depended on what, what mood I was in. Sometimes I would play like my worship music playlist. Sometimes I may be rocking a little T.I. I may rock Avril Lavigne. I may do, um, I don't know. Uh, what's the guy's name? Giveon. I like him. Or, uh, what's the other guy I like, um, Daniel Caesar. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it just depends. It can be, you know, anybody from Hezekiah Walker to Halo, I don't know. So but yeah, so just take um, you know, something that can kinda help you drown out the outside noise. Um, your nurse is gonna come and check in on you, you know, throughout just to make sure that you're fine. The other thing they're gonna do is check your blood pressure before and after, um, just to make sure that, you know, you're good and that your vitals um are okay. And so, um, yeah, that that's pretty much kind of how my first my first round went. And so, you know, of course I'm dragging all this stuff. I got three bags. So I just, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to need. They told me, but again, you read these blogs and people are just like, you know, Oh, I had this, I had that. I had this, I had that. And so I'm like, well, I'm just going to take all these things and I'll figure it out once I kind of, you know, get into the flow of it. And then from there, I'll know what I don't need. So again, I had like that cooler y'all. I had like two or three bags with me. I had my blanket, I had all kinds of stuff. And then as I went through time, I started carrying less and less with me to where at that point it was down to just a cooler, a blanket, and my bag that had like my bible my notebook if I wanted to journal um a coloring book if I wanted to color things like that and then once I stopped doing a cold cap therapy I actually stopped carrying a lot of those things I just had my blanket in my backpack and it was just so freeing but again I'll talk about that in another time in another episode when we talk about hair um So yeah, I did all that. And then what did I do? What was my regimen? So your regimen is going to be tailored to whatever diagnosis that you receive. That's going to be the type. That's going to be the, the severity of it. It's going to be the size of it. So all those things, um, really determine the type of treatment that you're going to get. So again, I was diagnosed with triple negative breast cancer and it was invasive ductal carcinoma. Excuse me. So, um, the, the regimen that I got. So I got, um, two drugs starting off. It was taxol and carboplatin. And for that, I got four rounds. So, or four cycles, four rounds, four cycles. Okay. A cycle for the TC taxol carboplatin, one cycle equals three treatments. So if I got four, that means I had a total of 12 treatments 12 weeks rather 12 weeks of the TC and so one day and I went once a week I went on every Monday one day I would get one Monday I would get just the taxol and then the next Monday I would get the taxol and the carboplatin and then I would get the taxol and I would get the taxol and the carboplatin and so it alternated like that and um going through it it was a lot you know I was pretty okay starting out and um I'll say this one thing that I was not prepared for. So I was thinking, oh, I'll get chemo. And mind you, I started the Monday before Thanksgiving. I, I'll get chemo on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I'll feel like crap, you know, or if, if I'm going to feel bad, cause my confession that I was that I wouldn't, but if I'm going to feel any kind of way, it'll be like right afterwards. And then like by Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I'll be better. Negative. That is not how it happens. So actually, um, <clears throat> I got it Monday. Tuesday, I felt completely normal. Wednesday, I was pretty okay, too. Thursday, I was just like, okay, I'm really kind of getting tired. Friday, it was like, okay, this is just like, this will get up. I want to do this. And then Saturday would be a rougher day. And then Sunday, I would kind of start feeling a little bit better. But guess what? I started chemo back on Monday. So it was like this like cycle thing. And so I will say that, you know, if that happens, just be prepared. You may feel great. Like, you know, the day 24, 48 hours after chemo, but after day three, four, you know, that's kind of when I started feeling a lot of the, like, um, the, the lethargy, like just the exhaustion, and things like that. Now, thankfully, I did not have a lot of nausea and vomiting when I um, started or earlier on. And that I was so grateful for that. They're going to give you um, prescriptions for nausea, for vomiting, for things like that. So they'll give you something if you need it. But I honestly didn't have to take any of it because I just didn't need it. And so um, that was my first, my first um, treatment segment. I did the Taxol and the Carboplatin. So then the next treatment that i did was called ac adriamycin and cytoxin now they label this the red devil they call it that because it literally is red it looks like kool-aid um and they have to push it like really really slow and they call it that also because it has the propensity um, to make you extremely sick and so i was talking to um A friend of mine and i was like i don't receive that i was like i believe that our words have power and we have what we say so i was like i'm not going to call it the red devil i I refuse to call it that i'm like because it's not going to do to me i don't care what it did to other people i believe that it's not going to do to me what it did to them and so i'm like i'm i don't receive that so whenever they would come by i was like do not call it red devil don't call it that to my face do not say that to me because i'm building my faith up for something different and so um remembering that For when they say how many rounds and cycles and things like that, it depends. So for Taxol and Carboplatin, um, one cycle was three rounds, and I had four cycles, so that was 12 weeks. For the Adriamycin and cytoxin, I had um, one cycle was every two weeks, so I did not go every Monday. I went every other Monday, and I had a total of four cycles, so that means I had a total of eight weeks. Of the adriamycin and cytoxin Now um, it did not make me As sick as it other people said it made them but I did have Some nausea I did have some vomiting Didn't really deal with a lot of the um, <clears throat> Like diarrhea or stuff like that But definitely um, I had some nausea and vomiting and it would just Be kind of here and there and then um, On both of them it would just Depend on when it was yeah there were times Where I didn't really have a big appetite Like I didn't want to eat for me um, Sipping water was a chore. Like, and I knew if nothing else, I needed to stay hydrated. But even, like, taking a sip of water, it felt like I was trying to, like, run a marathon or, you know, um, or, or eat a steak. It was just a whole lot. And so... I was just like, you know, okay, God, like you're going to have to help me with this. And there would be times where, you know, I would have to use a restroom and literally getting up from my bed, walking to the restroom was like, it felt like I was in, you know, the the Boston Marathon. It took everything in me to literally get out of my bed and get to the bathroom, wash my hands and go back and sit down. Um, And some of the other things that kind of happened with it. Um, I would say I, I started losing my hair. I'll talk about losing my hair because I'm getting ahead of myself. Hair is a whole episode. It's a whole episode. So, <laughs> but yeah, but that's what chemo, um, was like. So I started the first Monday in, uh, I mean the Monday before Thanksgiving in 2021, that was on November 22nd. And then I, um, finished on May the 2nd, I had my last round. And so I'll share some footage of that um, on my IG page. It was really, really cool. I had family and friends that were there and they really kind of helped and supported me. Um, Yeah, and so what did I do during chemo? Um, I was determined to hold on to as much normal as I could. I just didn't want to, you know, be sick look sick feel sick so you know on the days that I went out um you know I, I put myself together and this again this is not to say anything about anybody that doesn't for lack of better words but again this is me my journey and how I cope and handled. um I think I'm sure I talked about it already. I'm a physician assistant, but I wasn't working clinically during that time. I just didn't feel like it was the best decision, but I am a realtor. So I was still out selling real estate and did very, very well in real estate. And so I'm grateful, um, you know, for that. And, um, another thing that I did was exercise, you know, I did yoga every day, um, And and when it got to where I couldn't do it every day, I did it at least twice a week because I had to do something for my mental and my physical um, because all that gets affected affected um during this and then there were times where i felt good enough there's a um gorgeous amazing young lady her name is kiera lachey and she has um she would do these live videos and she had some that were on youtube and it was these kind of like twerk fitness and trapping tone and so i would do those um you know to work out and exercise and it really really helped me to kind of hold to maintain some sense of normalcy because it feels like everything is like snatched away from you, but whatever sense of normalcy, I guess I'll, I'll pin it here. Um, whatever sense of normalcy that you can hold on to, hold on to it. Um, and don't let people tell you what you should or shouldn't do of what you can or can't do and people's intentions are pure but as they say the road to hell is paved on good intentions like i know you're not meaning to oh you know you don't don't do too much okay listen like i get it i appreciate your concern but right now literally everything else in my life is dictated by somebody else if i want to work out i can work out you know if i feel like going and driving to the grocery store today you feel like i can't do it i know that i can and i just want to have some sense of independence. Like, let me drive myself to the grocery store or, you know, um, a couple of things that I would do is that, you know, I was, I would be really, really tired y'all, but I'm like, I want to bathe my son and put him to bed. Like, you know, and and that would take a lot out of me, but I was like, I'm not going to let cancer or chemo steal everything from me. Like you can't have it. You, you just cannot have it. So yeah, just whatever, normal is for you whatever pieces of that and only you can define that people again with the purest intentions will try to tell you what they think you can or can't or should or shouldn't do but they can kick rocks you know again you're doing the best that you can and so if your normal is gardening garden you know if your normal is cooking and you want to cook you know at least twice a month or once a week then Cook if your normal is knitting, and they say that you know your fingers are, you know, feel really sensitive, but you want to knit, knit. If you want to, you know, color, like whatever your thing is, do your thing, because everything comes at you really, really hard, and it's a lot. And again, I'm, people want to look out for you, but it's just not their call to make. And so in this journey, if you have not found your voice, you will (laughs) it's something about hardship that makes you you know kind of find your voice um and develop it and even if you have your voice sometimes you know your voice will change and that's okay too um so yeah that's what i have for you today that's what chemo was like for me um there was also a time in the middle where my numbers got my numbers being my labs got too low and if i would have gotten chemo um it would have, it would have hospitalized me. And so we ended up having to skip two of the infusions and I was not mad about it at all because I needed a break. I mean, my soul, my mind, my body needed a break. And so, um, I ended up skipping those and I came back. I was like, okay, I'm ready. Let's get this thing started. Let's go. And then here I am now. Um, finished chemo in May. It's now November. And yeah, I'm, I'm grateful. So um, again, lots more that I want to share. But again, my nugget for you today is that whatever you're going through in your life that's hard, whatever your normal is that makes you feel like, okay, I can still hold on to this, do that. Because your happiness matter, matters, your success matters, your sense of fulfillment matters, and your sense of humanity matters matters no one can tell you how to cope how to deal how to process and so whatever that looks like for you take your time um, and if you don't know what that looks like, that's okay. Cause it may take some time, figure it out. And when you figure it out on your time, not anyone else's, you'll find your flow. So, um, I hope you guys found this information, um, this episode informative and enlightening and inspiring. And, um, yeah, until next time y'all peace. Catch you on the next episode. Oh, and don't forget to follow me on IG, Young Survivor, Young Thriver. And also, if you have questions, you can always email them to me at Young Survivor, Young Thriver at gmail.com. And I also have a couple of little polls and little questionnaires in the bottom. So check those out. Let me know what you think.